The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who are concerned about their chances of being re-elected in November, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She may be more kinky than even you realize. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Potter Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been a month. Has, oh dear. Yeah, it, it's been a month since we uh, last did one of these things. Because um, I've been away yeah. and then last week uh, something... Oh, I was busy uh, in an hour. Yeah, and... but and Nerd stuff, yay. Yay, <laughs> nerd stuff and... Oh shit, that reminds me of something that's due today for the nerd stuff. Oh well. Oh, well... It'll, Making characters for a new campaign. It's like, oh, so what's the deadline in getting these to you? Oh, how about next week? Okay. Okay. It's next week. I'm like, oh. Oops. What do you need? It's a game system I've never made characters in before. It's very complicated, and there's lots of weird terminology and stuff. And it's like, okay, well. Well, we'll get something hammered out. Something. Uh, Let's see here. What sorts of kinky things have I done this month? Well, since, yeah, it's been a month. You had a DBC. I, I had, well, before the DBC was a first Friday. Okay. Which was just me until 10 o'clock when I went home. <laughs> have we not recorded since then? We have not. Okay. We Yeah, we last recorded in August. I, oh, that's right. I've missed two first Fridays and two DBCs in a row. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so, yeah. First Friday was a complete bust. Menjo's yeah. was doing some leather puppy kink something. Uh, True. The entire crowd. So. True. But I went to DBC. Um, that was more successful. Ooh. Um, a, a new pain pig mm-hmm. was uh, introduced to me, and so I gave him a pressure point session where basically through you know my working over the human body, I know where the, the sensitive spots are, mm-hmm. and I just press and squeeze on those until uh, he yelled out. And it was interesting after the first couple I found the next pressure point, and I just held my fingers there about to apply the pressure. And I could see him tensing up in his jaw because he, mm-hmm. he knew what was coming. Um, oh, yeah, before that, I had picked up a flogger on discount, a one-pound flogger with a stainless steel handle mm-hmm. um, and has kind of a bulb on the end of it, so it can also work as a ponytail. Uh, Where is that from? Uh, that was from, uh, flogmebaby.com. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, somebody on one of my sites posted me to their clearance, and I'm like, ooh, I want one of those, and I got it, and yeah, I was able to throw it for the first time at DBC, and, and it's nice, I, I like, the handle has a curve to it, so mm-hmm. it, um, helps you hold it, uh, correctly to get the best swing, um. Oh, because it's been so long ago, and my memory is shit. Uh, oh, they got another sling oh. in at DVC, so we're up to four now. Okay. Um, we're all four filled at any one time? It's hard to tell, okay. because... So where, now where was it placed? Upstairs next to the other upstairs. Sling. Okay, so, so kind of a it's sling room up there. Yes, so, so okay. now it's a sling room up there. So. Um, yeah, so I have a feeling that the... A uh, sling in the cage is going to become a lot less popular yeah. very quickly. Well, it's very yeah because it's right there in the middle of it all, and it's, it's rather cramped. Well, and also it's right next to where people just kind of hang out and just mm. visit. Yeah. Now are the slings set up so they're like accessed from the same side, or yeah, they're side they're side by side. Because that'd be kind of cool if they're like not facing each, but like at so you like basically when you're fucking someone one sling, you can watch someone you're. Fi- Facing the other person, fucking the other person in the sling. It's like, ooh. It's like, hey, tops sometimes like to look at each other while they're fucking at that. Yeah. Um, while that would be neat, the room is too small okay. for that. You, you wouldn't be able to get to one or the other if they were set up like that. Well, so that sucks. Yeah. But, but no, there, there, there is no... the bottoms room. could link arms. 
don't know, hold on to each other's hands. Well, they can hold on to each other's hands the way it's set up now. But yeah, they they would they would have to like otters have to turn their heads to the side. uh, Oh, that's cool. Okay, do that. So a new pain pig and new sling. New pain pig and new slings. Um, of course, had fun with sling bear because, um, yeah, kind of lightly attended. There were only about a dozen people. Okay. There, the you think the Menjo's event was still drawing people away? Yeah, probably. Usually, sometimes those things are a full weekend. Yeah, of events. Um, now let's see here. Speaking of full weekend events, did I mention the War of the Roses mm-hmm. last time? You mentioned yes because you. I think you. T- yes, because I think you went there with your pup. Yes. yes. Okay. So we did. Oh, the the calendars yeah, running together in my head. At least head. I'm assuming we've talked about it. Uh, if we not, then hey, listeners, say you want to hear stories from it because I know you've talked to me about it. I thought it was on. Oh the yeah, no, no, yeah, I did I, give. Yeah, I did give a full because I didn't know if it yeah. was podcast or just talking. But. No, I I think I think it was the podcast because cool. I think it was early enough that that was caught by the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, had a session with. The local pig. Cool. Um, I I was there when his fork trough rim seat and rubber sheets were delivered. Oh. And we broke them in. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And um, they they worked really well. Um, I I really like the fork trough rim seat mm-hmm. uh, in both both on top of it and underneath it. Um, height adjustable so. Um, the lowest setting was a little bit low. It pressed mm-hmm. pressed a bit on my big ass chest, uh, so we moved it up one click, and then yeah, with just a small pillow under my head, it was perfect. Oh. And so yeah, I need to get me one of those. And yeah, and the rubber sheets too were were nice, thinner quality rubber, mm-hmm. but you know you don't need really th- you don't really want it thick and stiff. Um, you're just looking for that impervious barrier mm-hmm. and. They say it's um, uh, washing machine safe oh. if you do it on cold, cold. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you can just throw it in the washing machine when when you're done playing, and let the washing machine take care of all the lubes and fluids um, that were there. Um, let's see here. What else have I done? Well, well you're I yeah I've not ahead. done too much. Um, well, not a lot. There's always it's not even King adjacent. Uh, basically, I went camping three camping trips in a row is kind of how it worked out. First camping was uh, some friends were getting married Labor Day weekend at a, a private campground on Higgins Lake. So the kink potential of that was low because it was a straight wedding around a bunch of straight people. The only other gay yeah. people I knew were in a couple together. Um, so uh, I guess late one night people did go skinny dipping. Um, that kind of kinky but i was not party to that because i had already been done i was done that was the night of the wedding and i was already spent in in my cabin um i talked to someone afterwards and they you know they said it was too dark to see anything i'm like oh that's sad uh the uh so that was about i mean there are a lot of hot guys there i was like ooh, but yeah um then it was a week and a half on isle royal in lake superior hiking mm-hmm. um again low king potential the crowd i was with as far as i know i'm the only gay person there most of them are married and straight and so <clears throat> there wasn't uh you know some of them are hot but there's only so much you longing you can do over straight married ass so yep um of which there's a really cute guy in our group who of the four times i could have seen his ass I saw it two and a half times, so it's like, yay. <laughs> um, and then there was just some stranger ass on a dock. Uh, some U of M medical students had finished a long hike, and one who was an ex-Marine uh, stripped down to shorts, dove in, um, and then this other really skinny blonde guy dove in in white boxers, and when he came out, he didn't bother fluffing them out. They were just glued onto his skin, and he's purified, you know, filtered some water, did some other stuff on the dock, squatting and just working there, in those boxers, and I was like, that's nice. And then he stood up, took them off, put on his pants again, and left the dock, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so I got to see some stranger's ass, and it was a really nice ass. Um, what was it? Uh, then Straight guys are so fucking fragile. So they are. The boy whose ass I saw with our group, you know, he likes attention, but he doesn't want to do anything with you. But I think seeing me and someone else in our group eyeing the uh, other guy... 
he was, you could tell he was not like I'm not getting the I'm not getting the gay man's only attention. So like like on the campground, I was like, well, it was a nice ass. It was kind of skinny and runnery. It wasn't that skinny and runnery. It was a nice ass. Um, it's like, but yours is better. He's like, thank you. And I was like, <laughs> there you go. That's one for your ego, child. Um, the only kinky part of it is uh, it was a week and a half of not showering and uh, not coming and also wearing the same socks for 40 miles. So it's wasted that I don't have a sniffer pup boyfriend who I could just come home yeah. to and say, dude, unpeel me and feast, you know? Yep. And as I shoot a week's worth of cum down your throat and then another week's up your ass <laughs> while you have some pretty ripe socks in your face. No. I took a hot shower, I did laundry, oh. had several masturbation sessions that were very messy to clean up. It's like, oh, this is a three Kleenex one, yay. <laughs> um, Haven't had one of those since I was a teenager. I'll be around hot hiker people for a week and a half without coming, and yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, no, it was a fun time. I enjoyed myself, but yeah, very low kink potential, but I'm like, god damn it, I'm just fucking horny as shit. Creek Ridge. I uh, was doing, uh, so then I was back for one day, mm -hmm. Friday, worked a little bit Sunday, Saturday morning, uh, got a text from someone, a friend who was at Creek Ridge. I'm like, oh, I do know people there this weekend. Okay, fuck it. I'm going. Went for their glow party, ah. which they basically did a disco out in the woods. Uh, past the playground area, they had cleared out area, had a big fire pit, uh, set up lights, had a tent, uh, had a generator out there playing music, had a flogging station set up where uh, the Mr. Campit leather guy got flogged. Cool. Um, chat with him at around the bonfire much later. He's, ooh, he was yum. Um, well, yeah. And, uh, well, you know, just because you're a leather person, you know, there's different body types. and But he definitely fit within parameters that I find like. attractive. Um, so, uh, yeah, met some new people there. I had a good time. Uh, again, didn't really get into too much. Uh, made out with people I already knew. Um, but saw lots of uh, hot asses and dicks and some really good fucking. Because... Uh, the nice thing is they're wearing glow, you know, like people are in glow rings on mm -hmm. necklaces and wristbands and all that. So the play area was nicely lit. So you could actually see people ah. doing stuff. And it's like, yes, yes, there should be soft lighting for this whole fucking area because I don't just want to hear someone getting fucked in this thing. I want to see it. It doesn't need to be details, but I just want to see enough to tell what positions the bodies are in. And, and also it's really great seeing a dick slide into an ass. It's like when you're seeing someone just making motions in the dark, eh, yeah. but actually seeing that dick sliding in there, it's like, yes. yes. Um, hey, if you want dark, keep it dark by the glory holes, because that makes sense. Glory mm -hmm. holes are, that's what glory holes are about. Keep that, just enough lighting so you're not running into walls. <laughs> but otherwise, um, you know, I wish the play areas had a bit more like, you know, very low spotlights, maybe on the posts, shining on the guy in the sleeve. Maybe red filtered. Oh, yeah, to save night vision or that, but just mm -hmm. something low-key so you actually see people. That that would do it for me a lot more than just black. Yeah, and you don't have to break out your lighter to see who's dick you're well, sucking. Well, that's it, too. Is, is that against etiquette? I mean, technically, you know, people are in the dark for a reason, so to actually shine light. Yeah. Like, I, I did kind of cheat a little bit because I had a little flashlight thingy on my finger someone had given me, and um, it showed off. Like, some guys were not just doing glow rings, but they were painting themselves in, uh, you know, uh, blacklight paints. Yeah. They had no black lights back there, so it didn't show. But there was this one really cute guy who had painted himself. And I thought he was the one fucking someone else in the sling. So I did take my light and just kind of casually go over, you know, them. And no light showed up. And I'm like, oh, it's a different guy who looks like him, who's not the cute one painted. Mm. Some other cute guy fucking. I think it was a trio, because one guy was in the sling. And there was two guys taking turns fucking him. And I thought, oh, it's like open ass. No, I think it was just his two boyfriends fucking ah. him. Because when the one was fucking him, the other was straddled him and was like jerking off into his face on the sling. And then later I saw all three of them sitting with each other at a campground. I'm like, oh, they're together. It's like, that they're, was a nice they're show. They're just showing off. It was a nice yeah. show. Um, good time. Um, I offered to give someone a blowjob, but they're like, no, thank you. Uh, because... He was cute, and he was wearing shorts, and I jokingly said, oh, you're a little overdressed, so he, like, pulled out his dick. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you're in a play area. You just pulled out your dick to someone. I go, do you want that sucked? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, then why pull you out your it. dick? Because <laughs> he was overdressed. Yeah, uh, it's like, yeah, okay. Um, you, you fell for the bait. You showed us your dick, and now it's like, no, you, you can look, but not touch. And I'm like, okay, it was nice to look at, but it wasn't that nice. <laughs> 
I wanted to taste it. That's um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, there are some really nice dicks there. Uh, there was a couple, and it's like, oh, yum. <laughs> Especially seeing one of them like getting up in the morning, going to uh, the bathroom just hard as a rock because he had to pee. And, you know, of course, someone like mentions morning wood, and it's like, did you have to? Because we all see it. We all know it. Let, yeah, let, let us just enjoy it without um, calling attention to it. But no, so uh, Creek Ridge was... The only thing um, that really didn't work out for Creek Ridge and their glow party, no one was dancing. I really wanted to just be back there and just just dancing my ass off like I did at the wedding. Hopefully not pass out like I did at the wedding from dehydration. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the reasons I wasn't skinny dipping, I actually fainted. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, I was outside and, you know... Blood pressure dropped from not dancing anymore, hadn't been drinking enough water, and just like dropped and hit the uh, ground. Ribs still hurt from it. Oof. Hey, I didn't break ribs. Someone else broke ribs. Someone fell out of a bunk, broke, f- fractured four ribs, and partially deflated a lung. Ow. Yep. Yep. Luckily, they were super drunk, and so they didn't really feel the pain until the morning. Oh. And when it got them to urgent care, and uh, yeah, so they were like, okay, yay. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, punctured lung. I I think that's a stage beyond urgent care. No, there no. wasn't. They uh, they didn't discover the lung at urgent care. They only oh, saw okay. the ribs. Lung was something they found later. So I don't. Oh know. no, there no none of the bones were like shards. I mean, they're fractured, but they're still together. Okay. So nothing. There's no puncturing. So I don't know why it was partially deflated. Maybe from the falling. Mm. Something. From the trauma, I guess. Yep. So uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. No, there was no like blood or no one's coughing up blood. Which is good because they probably would have died because no one else in the cabin was really coming to their help. It's late and everyone was drunk and it's like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I see no, I see no, no, I see no bleeding. They're still conscious and belligerent. They don't want to be moved because they're like, I'm good. It's like, all okay. right, <laughs> we won't argue with you then. They did demand to get back into their top bunk. Is the trouble, and it's like, really, people are offering you to sleep in a lower bunk. Oh, I'm getting them back in my bunk. Okay. Then the next morning had to be lifted out of it by two people because the pain was there. I was like, this is on you, child. <laughs> it was funny. Um, yeah, and just how heartless we all truly are in cabin number six. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so, yeah, so Creek Ridge was like a fun fuck fest. Um, so that was like, yay, yay, finally asses I can touch and, and people I can make out with. So that was like the kinkiest thing I mm-hmm. did. So, yeah, that was it for me for kink. I missed First Friday. I missed DBC. Well, um, I do remember the the one other thing that I've done. Ooh, um, last week, actually, on... I, oh, yeah, I did two things last Saturday. Wow, okay. Yeah, I think oh, things wait, were busy. But, okay, just before you get that, so Saturday. Yeah. Um, Creek Ridge, the glow party, what they really probably could have done is if they'd gotten, like, either the Motor City Bears or a seasonal to get a keg out there in the woods... So people would have had booze to drink, and then that probably would have gotten the dancing going. Because yeah. it's like, don't charge for it, because as long as you don't charge, people are just giving away. I think that's different than charging, um, you know, liability-wise and liquor license-wise. Like, hey, you just got beer you're giving out. Because um, they've done that for before for beer bashes. And they, uh, but, um, yeah, because the trouble is you'd have your beer. By the time you got out to the board, they're all dancing or meant to dance. You're done with your beer. And then you have to walk back to your campground to get another one. And it's like, I think a lot of people were just like, well, I'm back in my campground now. There's people here now. I'm just going to stick around here. Yeah. So I think that's what kept it from going critical and turning into a dance party. Okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, actually, three other things that I've done. Mm-hmm. I, I've been yeah. busy this month. Yeah. Um, at the suggestion of Michigander in one of the pansexual kink chat rooms that I'm a part mm-hmm. of, um, I went to um, a Lansing Notorious Munch. Okay. Um, at a restaurant on the west side that will rena- remain nameless because the service was shit and the food wasn't any better. <laughs> nameless yeah. to protect the, the guilty. guilty. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I ordered a wrap and a side of fries. Mm-hmm. It was supposed The wrap was supposed to be warm. So were the fries. They weren't. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, the fries were cold and limp and unsalted. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, not going back there. But, um, no, that much was well attended. Mm-hmm. Um, got to tell quite a few of my interesting stories and make people laugh. And I'm like, eh, I might hang out with uh, these guys again. So uh, 
Yeah, last night hmm. um, they had another munch. They had a, a karaoke munch at okay. uh, Wannabe's Karaoke Bar. Okay. Um, the munch itself started at 6, but the karaoke really didn't get going until 8.30, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the timing on that. And there was some a bit of weirdness going on with the bar itself. But, um, you know, I had a good time. I sang a song and, yeah, got to, to chat up with some more local kinksters and I'm, get I'm more curious. involved in the yeah, local kink scene. I think a lot of the people I know who used to be munchers aren't, either they're not going to the munches anymore or they're not going to that much. Because there was some politics in the past, the last year or so, where yeah. like two munches formed. And there was like the old school munch that was meeting. And then there was mm-hmm. this, I thought the Notorious got its name because they were just like, someone involved was looked down upon by the other munch. And so they were, well, I'm going to make my own munch. Or I don't know. I don't have the story because I've not been in part of that community. But there was some drama. And so, yeah, it's changed. Also, they lost their place. They used to always yes. meet at Trippers, and now Trippers is a cosmetic store. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's right. They, and they, they had a good luck. They had good luck with Trippers. So when you lose that standard place, because I know mm-hmm. that uh, they kept looking around and like, yeah, they'd go to a new place, and you have to find a place that a will cater to you, right? And b is reasonable. And they kept finding places that were like shitty service. And it's like, well, yeah, no, and they they found that again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to someplace different. Mm-hmm in October. Um, and I, you know, I talked about the podcast and I mentioned your name okay. and, um, yeah, so, a, so, a, yeah, a few people it. recognized okay. me and were like, oh yeah, Lansing Mike, where's he been? I'm like, busy. Busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's been way too so busy. So it might be that maybe this is actually the original Munch and not the offshoot or maybe they've remerged. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah that's the, the, the politics of, of straight kink is just way, way yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was a lot, from what, I mean, I, again, heard it all third hand and don't really know, but it sounded like it was a lot of gatekeeping, like someone felt they were the self-subscribed protector of the community, and so, hey, this, I'm sheriff in this town, and I'm gonna, you know, keep, keep things in order, and other people like, really? Okay, yeah. Really, queen? Yeah, and and I, I think that was part of the drama, it's like, someone's like, no, we control issues and who's the head of the community is like honey it's not that kind of community yeah there are no heads of it it's like yeah i mean the, the only reason why i call myself top dog of lansing pups and handlers is because i'm the one who has the sign <laughs> yeah. I'm, i made the sign i'm the leader i'm yes. the leader Fair it, enough. If, if somebody else wants to you know t- well, take over organizing the thing and do it better than i can and that's the thing I'm, is there's no real for it. there's no yeah. real organizing to it per se i mean yeah. yeah there's some but it's not really an organization it's more like hey there's this it, thing it, that goes it's on. a group yeah it, i did it's a i didn't mention club. the fact that first fridays is uh there's someone new in the area um i think he's like houseboy or a third to some people i know and i saw him and they're done that i saw him and it's like hey and it's like um i said something about king knight at Esquiring and his eyes perked up. It's like really. It's like oh yeah, boy. Um, so uh, yeah, so got because gotta get him out because he he looks like he's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's kinky, but if he if you perk up at a kink night, yeah, if you perk up at the mention of a kink night, at the very least, he'll be interested. Well, I remember another young man who perked up at the idea of a kink night, and it turns out no, he just thought it meant sex. It's like no, it's no. sex with stuff or technique. <laughs> yeah, it's so not just so- guys hooking up because that's a normal night at the bar this right is, you know with costumes props and costumes and choreography so um and, so yeah. and sets and 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 music uh so yeah so uh so yeah that'll be coming up yeah i'll be coming up in a bit so yeah because of that i kind of reactivated my fetlife Ooh, account i need yeah that's my trouble i have not been looking and that's where they announce this stuff and yep and also, I should make an effort to get back because there's lots of people that I know through it who I liked a lot, mm-hmm. and actually, I think there are people in both camps doing yeah, the probably. divide because when you're not involved in the politics yourself, it's like uh, pack All pox right. on both your houses. I'm not choosing sides. Right. I just you know I'll just avoid the certain personalities that think they're top dog because yeah, you know, hey you you be your bad alpha male self. I'll just be here laughing because I'm not your sub. So fuck off. Yeah. 
Yeah, but no, I'll, I'll probably keep going, especially to support um, mm-hmm. this it's a, y- it's this a younger group. kingster from Grand Rapids who's oh. very shy. Oh, and, okay. And he was had, there. Uh, they or? were they were there. Yes. Um, oh, okay. And um, they are not very happy with the state of kink in Western Michigan. Oh. And I'm like, well, it's Western Michigan. It's, Which is funny because they're actually Western Michigan had a pretty active rope subculture there they like had uh it was kalamazoo based or it was but it was on uh, yeah they used to have yeah, a lot it, of rope demos and lo- rope stuff so yeah kalamazoo uh, is better but grand rapids holland okay. not so much so hmm. lansing it is it could um, be. uh and then uh i also spent time in sling bears dungeon cool. um he has added some mood lighting he has added a television with a selection of pornography cool. connected to it, which helps to add to the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got him off twice and um, I hopped in the sling um, and took a bit more of my slink. It, I'm slowly making progress. I need to do it more often. Like most of my hobbies, I need to be more serious about my hobbies and mm-hmm. do them more often. I need I need to knit more. I, 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 need, I, need, to, I need to stretch I need my to everything more. It's just the, the time and the energy and the money and, uh, yeah, especially the energy because, oh, yeah, I got promoted at work. Okay. Yes. I saw that was uh, you because you announced, like, hey, we haven't had a show in a while because I got promoted. I'm like, oh, I didn't know about that. Cool. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, so while the hours are the same, mm-hmm. during this training period, it's using up a lot more of my energy mm-hmm. um, because, you know, towards the end there in the previous position, and one of the reasons why I got promoted was that, I was basically doing it on autopilot. You know, I had it down mm. cold. So they moved me up. And so now I've got an entirely new set of duties. My previous position was handling all the information coming in mm-hmm. to the office. Now I'm handling all the information going out. Mm. So, yeah, we bring it in. The computer does all, all the number crunching. And then I'm mm-hmm. responsible for sending about half of it out. Um, so... It, it, new challenge, more money, um, more stable hours. I'm, I'm going to, because right now I've got two late shifts a week uh, and three early shifts. Uh, it's going to be the same eight hours, five days a week. Okay. Which will be nice. And yeah, it'll be 8.30 to 6. So. Oh. Um, Doesn't interfere with. No, I mean. Many things. For for those days on course when the bases have to set, set sure. be, be there early to set up, it, it's going to be a bit of a race, but. Yeah, I, back when I was, uh, you know, a bit more involved, I, there's a lot of nights that I'm the one who set it up. Like myself, so you know it. it yeah. It's 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 it, it can be a one person job. It's annoying just schlepping up all those chairs onto the stage. Yeah, but, but I kind of wanted to do it before your because your husband also tries to do it. My my and it's my like, loving husband who who shouldn't probably has a back that's not I think designed for picking up lots of chairs yeah. and schlepping around. So I always felt guilty when he'd be like. Helping, I was like, no, no, you, no, you get a, your own chair and sit down and relax. We that 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 is one thing about my husband. I recognize, and his doctor recognizes, mm-hmm. that he has certain physical limitations. You, I, I, I'm okay with that. He refuses to recognize his physical limitations until it bites him in the ass, mm-hmm. and he ends up spending two days in bed in yeah. pain. So. So with that, I'd be like, okay, I gotta get to the chairs before he does and get them up there. <laughs> so I'm not worried. Don't worry. We'll we'll pick up the yeah. slack of you know, especially if you know other bases actually lend a hand. Yep. Um, so yeah, kind of spend more time with my sling. Also mm-hmm. had, um, b- both of us did a nice, fun breath control scenes Ooh. and led to nice, wonderful screaming orgasms and yeah, that was a lot of fun. But to everyone listening out there. That is high level. Yeah. Be aware of your risks and do not do this alone. You know, one of the things that was mentioned is like, I'm glad you're here. It's been a long time since I've been able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we don't do it when we're alone. So we, we need to find people who are also into it. And, mm-hmm. and aware enough to, you know, yep. so it can be safe. 
Hey everyone, it's Dick. And Max. The hosts of Off the Cuffs, a kink and BDSM podcast. A podcast for those in the lifestyle and those who are curious about it. Each week we sit down with a different guest to discuss their radioactive spider bite into kink. And it gives everybody a chance to express themselves in matters of sexuality. And a platform in which to express it. It's conversational, it's educational, and it's a lot of fun. More and more people have been reaching out to us telling us what they've learned about themselves just from us sharing our stories with each other every week. So find Off the Cuffs on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OCP Kink. I actually was a very bad boy on uh, apps. Recon. I was going through my recon and realized like there's been people who've been messaging me for the last two or three months that I hadn't responded to. And I felt bad because mm-hmm. like, you know, some of these people are like, hey, you know, I'm into this. So how about you? And I'd be like, I think I remember seeing their message and like oh okay that could be cool i need to respond and then you forget and then you forget that you don't see that you've not responded to them too. right going through and looking at your conversations like oh i never oh. responded to that person i'm so sorry so and last night i went through and a lot of people have been like hey how's it going or had left you know had responded and left an open-ended you know, question right right it's like gotta respond to those people i'm like i am so sorry um hey yeah you look cool and you're I, local I, and, I, you and, want and I'm, to... I'm an insensitive asshole <laughs> uh no it was just more i'm busy and i don't really check this that much no insensitive asshole would be like oh too late now yeah well at least on recon um unlike some other messaging services you never see, they don't relay back a scene oh message don't know which when is, they've seen it right so but <laughs> which I tend can to be, be good and bad i tend to be super honest on that stuff it's like yeah i saw this and just didn't get around to it so sorry and then yeah that's funny because i'm getting hit up but i think either a lot of bots or just people because there's the same script on grinder it's like mm-hmm. hey are you gay and single and it's like no one ever says that yeah, no, no, no gay person actually says that. And so usually I'm like, yes and yes, but you better pick. And I said, I, one of them, I said, you better have a better opening line. You sound like a bot. Blocked. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I'm like that too. It was a big uh, wave of, uh, I'm in the army. I'm in Afghanistan right now. How about you? Have you ever dated an army man? And it's like. Can, that, yeah, can you send me money for XYZ? See, yeah. I never got that far because usually. And it's, they're always like, I'm looking for a forever love. And I'm like, I'm looking for friends who fuck. You know, people are like, what are you on here for? Friends who you fuck. fuck, yeah. And actually that seems to, I guess it's that uncanny valley of, oh, they want to be friends. They just don't want fuck buddies. Well, fuck that person. Oh, they're just looking for friends who fuck. They don't want a husband. Well, fuck that person. And it's like, I thought there'd be more people who just want yeah. friends who fuck. Yeah, fr- friends with benefits mm-hmm. used to be a thing. It, it should be a thing again. I mean, I, I like being able to have pleasant conversation and enjoy a meal. Before, after. during, and after. Yeah. You know, fun, happy fun times. Oh, well, yeah, like one guy I ran into on Recon mm-hmm. you know, said that he was a gainer and he, he wanted mm-hmm. to be fed. And I was like, uh, I was like, all right, puppy, I'll, I'll show up at your place with a triple XL meat pizza and stuffed French toast and yeah do do that and just rub your belly and he was like oh yes which we haven't done yet okay but mm-hmm. per, perhaps someday soon i'll be be able to relay the uh, feeder scene uh <laughs> that i've done which actually makes for an interesting segue, segue yeah. into the expert portion of the okay. show which is uh as announced on twitter sort of um what julia child can teach you about being a better kinkster. Okay, yes, you sent that te- that you sent that topic to me, and I'm right. like, what? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, what the fuck is he smoking? I don't understand. Okay, uh, no, this actually came about at at Saloon Bears, okay. where I was getting everything together for the scene, and I'm like, I should talk about mise en place. Mm-hmm. It comes from the culinary world, mm-hmm. where you get everything set up and you have everything right there. For when you start the scene, you start cooking so that you okay. don't, you're not running around. Oh, the where's kitchen. the nutmeg? Oh my God. It's somewhere exactly. in the cabinet. Oh, where's the spoon? Where You have it laid out. You have yep. everything you, you, ready. You take those extra few minutes. Okay. And I, I know that I've been bad with that. 
because there have been several times at Detroit Bondage Club. Oh, I was going to say, with cooking or with kinking? But okay. Well, both. <laughs> well, my kitchen is so small, it's not as bad in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with kinking, um, you know, I've been, you know, within the first few minutes of a scene, the, the energy is going. And I'm like, God damn it, everything is in my bag, mm-hmm. either up one floor or down one floor. So I had that with a senior when I had someone tied up to my bed and he really wanted to be paddled. And I realized I don't have anything to paddle with with. Let's go through the kitchen cupboard and find the right spoon or thing to use. But it's like, wait a moment while I root through some drawers. Right. You know, and I should realize, okay, I don't think that spoon is, yeah, I think that spoon just got washed and put back in with the rest of the spoons. And I should have just like said, no, this is the spanking spoon now. It worked really well. <laughs> um, the, uh, so yeah, if you come to my house, it's like, hey, if you use a wooden spoon, it might have been on a really high guy's ass. That's kind of a bonus for some people, I think. Um, so anyways, no, but yeah, there yeah. should have been tools, like whatever I'm planning to do, they should be there. And I do have, like I bought a nice paddle at uh, the... Uh, garage sale that they had at the, DVC. the DVC garage sale. And so I have that, I have a blindfold, I have toys. Unfortunately, they're just strewn all over and mm-hmm. different things. I need to organize them so they're ready, so, you know, in a bag or handy in a drawer so when things happen. But yeah, or figure out what the scene is ahead of time. It's like, oh, you're into this, you're into that. Right. Okay, it's, let me set those out. And it, get exactly. Ready. That having that discussion and that negotiation ahead of time that he didn't just want a bondage mm-hmm. scene, as pleasant as those can be, he also wanted. To be hit with things, and if he had said that before the the ropes or yes. or cuffs or whatever came out, you would have been able to say, "Okay, well, let me think. What can I turn as a pervertible into something to thwack you with? Okay, I can get this. Oh, I can also get this and this." And you would be in that panic mm-hmm. of I, I and, want and the scene to flow and right. shit. Um, I because I had the same thing with uh, fooling around with a guy. And he gets get off, got off my bed and he starts looking around and just kind of looking. I'm like, what are you looking for? And he's like, I want to find something to tie with. He, like he was looking for some sort of rope or something. And it's like, oh, well. And, you know, we had to improvise and use like a bathrobe belt and mm-hmm. I think an old silk tie. And it's like, okay, that works. But, you know, it had been handier if it was just like there and foop and okay, let's continue on. Um, the other thing I love is the idea of like having the implements you're going to use like laid out like you know it would be in a, a surgery. Yes. Like where all the everything's laid out and, and you see in this order. stuff yeah. in order. But also, you know, if you want a little mystery, you have a kerchief or something covering a couple things so they don't know what it is. You know, it's like, would you like to see what's going to be used on you, or do you want to be surprised? surprised. <laughs> you know, like the is it Wartburg or Wartenberg wheel. Warburg. Warburg. Okay, that thing is just a wicked-looking device. That you know, they see that, and they're. Is it best for them just to feel the pricks and not know what's causing it, or is it best to see that ahead of time and then be blindfolded, knowing, yeah, there's going to be these needle things on parts of your body. It 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 really depends Mm -hmm. on the person, and you know how much is the anticipation part of the scene, like with the you know the pressure point Mm -hmm. scene that it. It got to the point where it, it was mostly anticipation. Um, Especially when you have yeah. some things on the tray that are never going to be used, but they just make some wonder. It's like, what the fuck is that? Like the same guy who yeah. was looking for the thing to tie he, me up. Um, I don't know if he was wanting me to be tied up or he was going to be tied We never got that far. Um, he opened my medicine cabinet and saw a uh, basically a nose hair trimmer that was a little silver bullety thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is that? He was like really concerned thinking it was a kink thing. It's like, no, it just trims your nose hair. But having that lying there, it's like, what is that? It's like, you'll find out. Or, or have, you know, get, get yourself an actual scalpel. Yeah. You know, you never, again, you never use it, but mm-hmm. it's there. And mm-hmm. it's there to mess with their heads. Yes. Uh, you know, especially in more, in more of a medical scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, so, yeah. um, wait. Yes, wait. mise en place. Mise en place. Spend those extra few minutes to have everything out, everything ready, so that. But it's also about yeah. planning your scene. Yeah, you're not just improvising from start. It's like, like when you talk to someone, it's like, "What do you want to do?" It's like, "I don't care. Whatever you feel like." No, give me some guidelines. Right. I, you know, be be good to your tops. Give some guidelines so we have a direction. Because if you're gonna say anything, then I'm probably gonna make you sit down and talk about Doctor Who for three hours. It's like that. You know, that works for me. <laughs> oh, you thought you were going to get an orgasm? No, we're going to talk about it. What do you feel about Jodie Washington, the new doctor? Tell me. 
Uh, can I, I pull off cross? I, I, I mean, cross, cross gendered cosplay because I love her goggles. Uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, the um, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, give some. It's like oh, I like spanking. Give us something mm, to work, work on. With. Yeah, unless you're really demonstrative about what works for you, because you know if I do this and you cringe or I do this and you moan, yes, thank yes, you. Yeah. I, I will figure that out. Yes, please. But otherwise, yeah, yeah, I'm just we like love the feedback. This is working for you. Yeah, your dick's soft. No, it's really hot. Okay, I don't right. know how. Um, but yeah, but then, so yeah, the importance of planning a scene, mm-hmm. and then you have it out there. Or you know, like with the pain pig at DVC, mm-hmm. right? That was a bit sprung on me, mm-hmm. and you know, I had my flogger on on me and on my belt because mm-hmm. I was like, I, you know, this is a brand new toy. I want, I want to, you know, if the opportunity comes up, I want to be able to mm-hmm. swing it, and I did, and that was the first, you know, first thing we did was. Um, I, I flogged him for mm-hmm. a while, but you know, then you know, all right. I got in the field of the flogger. He had a nice red rosy glow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, I want to do more paint to him. I mean, I could go ransacking, or you know, I've got this the the pressure point scene that I've done before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just there in my head, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna put him on uh, the massage table. I'm not even gonna tie him down, um, and I'm gonna go to work with. On him just with my fingers because mm-hmm. I always have them and they're right there and um, I'm able to you know cause those intense sensations just using those and you know next time that you know if he comes back you know we can negotiate and mm-hmm. say okay what implement you know what implements do you want me to use on you this time also it's good to know what they really really don't want to happen because you know you're in the scene and someone you know they kind of call you know yellow or sometimes they go red and yeah, but it's like you know, red means the scene's over. And it's like, t- t- you know, what don't you want? Because obviously, you know, I talked to one guy, and his thing he cannot deal with is uh, uh, basically his balls or cock being pulled on. Mm-hmm. The idea of CBT is just like, nope, nope, that'd be a deal breaker. And it's like, well, I need to know this before I grab you by them and pull, or try and t- tie him up in paracord. You know, right? Because right. that's you know, especially if you want other parts of your body tortured. Yeah, the cock and balls are gonna. Something's gonna happen to them. So if you don't want that, then yes, yeah, we need to know. We need to know. Or like my appendectomy scar, Mm -hmm. um, for a a very long time was extremely sensitive, Mm -hmm. and anything in that area did not feel good. And I had to tell you know, like if I was getting tied down to the bondage Mm -hmm. table, I'm like, you need to avoid this. Mm -hmm. It's not a very big area, but you need to avoid this specific area with the rope. It will drive me nuts in a bad way. I know, I know at least two people that cannot deal with anything by their necks. Like even just a hand lightly on the neck freaks them out because issues. And it's like, I go for the neck a lot. (laughs) You know, I like my hand around someone's neck Uh, or, you know, at least you know chewing on it, and I good to know when that's not when that's not a thing, or that could really bother you. It's like right, exactly. Um, I don't I don't want you flinching. Uh, that's that's not sexy. Well, unless it's a fear scene, which I've heard of and have, know someone who does them quite well. For, but also the fear scenes were highly negotiated. Exactly. Like it was, yeah, yeah. It was scripted. It's like mm-hmm. when the bottom does this certain thing, the top is going to rush in grab them, throw them up against a wall, and just brutalize them out of nowhere. Yeah. While they're talking to other people who don't realize that this maybe is a scene. And it's like, whoa. And it's like, but it was very choreographed and very scripted. And they knew what, and they just, and it was all up to the bottom to trigger it. And he was watching, Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, they're touching their hair in this way, moving. I was like, what the hell? Um, So, but Yeah. yeah, it's like. Planning and having all the stuff there ready is right. probably very important. Uh, some other things that uh, Julia Child can teach us. Cleaning as you go. Clean, yes, clean, clean up as you go. Um, that, that makes life a lot mm-hmm. easier. Ha- have that um, trash bowl or a small trash can or some somewhere that you can mm-hmm. pitch stuff um, right away. Um, do one beforehand, yeah. <laughs> especially for the more complicated scenes. Um, practice what you're doing. Um, one can always. Um, Julia Child uses a lot of butter <laughs> in her. So, 
use a lot of lube. There's no such thing as too much lube. <laughs> well, that was one thing from the camp out that was amusing. So, you know, you had to pack in all your own stuff, so we're not taking too much extraneous stuff. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, someone's unpacking their bag. There's a pound can of Crisco in and, their pack. And you're like, ooh. No, I was like, hmm. Because yeah. it's like the only time I've ever seen like a can of Crisco come out is when someone's going to get take an ass to the, you know, take a fist, fist to the ass. Fist to the ass. Um, or an ass to the fist. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm like, interesting. And I was like, yeah, this is the wrong crowd to bring that up in. But um, it was for frying up fish that were caught oh, in yeah, the yeah. lakes. It's like, okay, batter them up in Crisco. And he's like, I didn't, he's like, we need to catch fish. I didn't bring this pound of Crisco for nothing. And I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we can find other uses for uh, the Crisco. Oh, that would have been horrible, though. Because, again, hygiene. It's like, I want hot, soapy shower if there's going to be hands covered in Crisco. It's yeah, like, and, and Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no. Backpacking, you if you don't have access to hot and soapy water, it's like, a lot of kink. I just don't want to have to ha be covered in that for the next week. Yeah. So, so, you know, yeah. Especially Crisco. What was it I did have on my hands that was like... I got something on my hands. Oh, it was the Crisco because I was cleaning the pans because someone else caught the fish. Someone else cooked it. I had some, so I'm like, oh, I'll wash the pans. Right. And just, the, yeah, just having Crisco on my hands afterwards, like, mm -hmm. I can't get this off. We no. It's like, damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, one other thing mm -hmm. that, that Julia Child teaches us is that for it to look its best, you need good lighting and a separate cameraman. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I have seen, you know, too many amateur porn where the lighting is awful. And or the sound is awful. The sound is awful. And it's one of the participants doing the filming, mm -hmm. which that means your attention is split. Yeah, no. It, the best I've seen is yeah. where they set up the camera to catch everything in frame and just leave it there. For yeah, like and do yeah, stuff. That that can be really good, but I've I've also often seen ones where you've got in the same line in order: camera, subject, light. Mm -hmm. So the subjects are lit from behind, mm -hmm. and it's blown out the oh. light sensor of the camera. No, you need to have the lights behind the camera for things to look their best. Oh, what was the other thing? It was a picture from uh, the Julia Child TV show, and. You know, sometimes you need help and assistance. Yes. And because there's a scene where she's standing at the counter and there's all these people below the counter out of camera sight doing stuff, mm -hmm. taking care of stuff and like, you know, and almost like she was a Muppet. It's like there's this whole <laughs> crew out of sight that is making the stuff happen above. Yeah, you know, for that bottom, it's, you know, having multiple hands, someone handing you stuff, you know, that, you know, yeah, I've, whatever I've... makes it smoother. Yeah, I've always said that fisting is really a three-person job. You've got your top, your bottom, and you it works best if there is an assistant there to, to help out with all of that. All right. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I thought this was going to be about uh, gainers. and Is there also wasters? Is that a thing where you want someone to get thinner and thinner? N not that I've run across, hmm. but then again... My, a, my connection has been through the bears and the, yeah, <laughs> we have such a thin bigger. culture that right. surprises like oh, let me starve you I want someone who's skin and bones and it's like yeah no the the closest I've seen to that has been through the bug chasing community hmm. and okay. fetishizing the wasted hmm. body Gaunt. yeah that yeah that um, that look I'm like uh, yeah not you know, not my to, kink you don't even have to. Be into that for to go for gone because for a long time we've you know Finn was in so much. Yeah. You know. Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm Rochelle and, and we're, we're from, from Nature vs. Narcissism, Narcissism, a true crime podcast mixed with some dark humor. Sometimes we have alcohol. Sometimes we have guests. Since I've always been fascinated by true crime, I wanted to delve deeper into the criminal mind and discuss why these criminals commit these vile acts. Was it nature? Was it nurture? Or was it just plain old narcissism? Join us every week for a brand new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Podbean. Don't, Don't call, call the, the cops! cops. Bye! Bye. <laughs> Crafting? You've been camping. And camping. Yeah. Close I did was, you know, tie up some paracord to make a drying line. That was about it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still working on the massive scarf. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, 
need to put more energy into that. And, well, I did see a, a device that I don't want to buy because it's $2,000 for the basic, but it's something called a Glowforge. It's okay. a laser cutter, a home laser cutter. And you put, you know, you put wood through it and it laser cuts pieces out and you can craft and, you know, you, you don't, you know, use a, a, a CAD system or something to mm-hmm. say where the laser cuts, but you can cut and make things and etch. And it's like, ah, oh, that Neat. would be so cool. I wish, you know, well, it's 2000 bucks now. Uh, you know, give it, it's like 3D printers. It's like, give it some time and eventually, yeah, it'll you know, come down. It you know, after it's, it's down to a thousand dollars or, you know, 500, 600, it'd be like, okay. But yeah, there's like, oh, there's some cool things you could make with that. And it's like, okay. We, we need a maker space. And actually, well, we have one in theory. It used to be in the Temple Club in uh, Old Town, but now they moved somewhere on West Saginaw or St. Joseph's. Hmm. Uh, but trouble is, it's um, kind of pricey. It's a, it's a cost per month to be a member. Okay. And it's, it's, it's up there to your member, your monthly dues are up there. So it's like, okay, I don't know what they offer either. You know, equipment wise. All right. Well, actually we have an announcement. Uh, Congratulations to Mr. Will Camp, who is Mr. Mr. Michigan Leather as of last night. Yes. Congratulations. Where we are not at is Mr. (laughs) Michigan Leather, but uh, we, uh, yeah. So um, I saw that on Facebook. He posted and it's like, wow. Um, you know, I've met one of the other contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but I didn't know. I, I do know Will has put a lot into it. I've seen he pictures has, of yeah. the parties that he's attended, the the cakes he's made, the sashes he's made by hand uh, for different events. Um, he's thrown a lot into it. So, uh, so I guess this funnels him to MML. No, IML. Yes, it does funnel okay. him to IML. I'm not sure what the exact timing is um, because I know that for some local titles okay. you serve your year ah. at that local title and then once that year is up you go to the next level because i've met and talked to the the present well the last uh mr michigan leather yes and i think i thought he had competed last time okay so, so that means this coming memorial day weekend will be will i think will's time to compete then so. well i guess that would make sense because it's seven months mm-hmm. seven eight months so yeah yeah i mean well the only the only trouble would be yeah if you won it then suddenly you probably have other duties to deal with and now you're you have to not really do the mml stuff yeah. or maybe it just means that your mml stuff means you're now iml too so right. yay bonus no okay. well so we, we so wish, congratulations congratulations we wish you luck in chicago yes uh memorial day weekend and remember it's like as i've heard from other contestants it's like it's the process you you're just so happy to be a part of it that you know winning okay it's but, nice but it's also a lot of work and it's like it, it is a lot of work yes oh that's right there'll probably be a fundraiser for him yeah hey. and um Speaking of Mr. Michigan Leather, 10-year anniversary of Mr. Friendly. Oh, yay. Yeah. So, um, there's what should be my next craft project, to actually make a pup hood that's, you know, Mr. Friendly Dog. Um, Because I've seen the stickers, but to actually make a pup hood. I think I saw, um, was it, wait, oh, I'm horrible with names, David Watt? Yes. Yes. I saw him at some event, and I think I mentioned that. It's like, oh, but, well, that means I probably have to make a pup hood, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got so many things. Yeah, it, it would be interesting because... The, the standard friendly pup mm-hmm. is white. It mm-hmm. is white leather. And you don't see a lot of, of white yeah. leather hoods. Um, well, it'd probably be, it'd probably be uh, craft foam. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. because I don't have the, 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 the things you need to sew leather. So leather yeah. or neoprene, I, it would be a craft foam hood. No, that, that works too. Uh, we, we did get a letter in Yay. from one of our listeners Ooh, from hi. Pup Macaroon. Oh, yum. Yeah. Um, hey, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're tasty. Uh, but, I, I, bet he, I bet he is a very tasty puppy who, who deserves to get slurped all over. Who's, who's a, macaro- a tasty pup? Is a, what is it? Because there's three. There's macaroons, macrons, macron... No. The French Prime Minister. Right. And then, because there's the... Oh, the, the there, there's the coconut... Coconut treat, and there's the the, the finicky the, French cookie that yeah. is really hard to make. Yeah, uh, macaroons, macaroon. Yeah, M A C A R O O N. So that might I, be the cookie. I I think that's the French cookie. They're hard I, as hell to make, but they're really good. I I'm sure he will 
Well, he's a listener. He'll let us know which one that's inspired yeah. by. And also the fact that we've butchered all the pronunciations of all three. Of okay. course. And, and so, okay. so, and so he, he wrote using his pause. Hi, uh, I started listening to your show a few weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Sent this to us a few weeks ago, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it. I have uh-huh. the habit of listening to a podcast entire back catalog. So I've got all of your episodes on USB stick. <laughs> Our apologies. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to know if, you know... The end times come and there's an electro, you know, the internet gets wiped out. We're preserved. Well, so, I, somewhere in the rubble, there'll be our show. Yeah, in a USB know, I've got a- optical backups as well, okay. just in case. I've, I've been binge listening in my car. I just mm-hmm. have to remember to pause the dungeon blow by blows when going through the drive through. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, who knows? The, the, the your, yeah. your Wendy's, you know, person might be as kinky or more kinkier than you think exactly could but, get you a date right but you know then again we don't want to spook the horses so yeah got and it's a horse you can drive away from yeah unfortunately right now i'm listening to the episodes from mid to late 2016 mm-hmm. i'm dreading the episodes i know are coming when y'all have to confront the horror of the last election hmm. I don't know that we confronted the horror that much. Mostly we, angsty, uh, whiny rants on my part. It was like, yeah. yeah, I mean, and and my being just a little more snarky in the intros. You know, try to keep politics out of this because politics, especially these days, are not fun. There's but, not much. Yeah, there's not much kink potential. No, but or craft I, potential. I I do have to say that these days. Being kinky and being queer and fucking loudly is a political act. Yes. Uh, Social justice kinksters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I live in a small college town in a solidly blue county surrounded mm. by a very deep red state. Mm. Um, I started learning about kink a couple of years ago, but I finally got up my courage to start interacting with my local community about four months ago. Yay. I figured this would be a slow process because I tend to be pretty shy and quiet. Uh, but I really made it the effort to go in with an open mind and heart, and I've been amazed at how quickly everyone has welcomed and accepted me. Aww. Yay. I've been especially curious about being a pup for a while, but I really didn't say anything about it in the beginning because it's not a big thing here. Mm-hmm. However, I wore a showtail to the bar last Friday night and got a really positive reaction, so I'm going for it. <laughs> Yay, puppies! Yes. Uh, gentle reminder to all the pups out there, you do not need any gear to be a pup. Oh, yeah. Pup is a disposition. Um, though I do recommend that the first gear that you get is a good set of knee pads. Oh, if you're going to be... A, yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're going to be down on all... And... Moshing down on all fours, I recommend knee pads. And I also recommend some form of padded glove. I use uh, mixed martial art gloves myself uh, for when I'm down on all fours, which... Oh, I just need also... pads for everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> There's no getting on these knees without it being super painful. It's like, you know... yeah. Uh, your show isn't my first kink podcast, but I'll say it's my first to deal with crafting. (laughs) You may be the guys who finally get me to try crochet. (gasps) I just wanted to drop a quick note to say I'm enjoying the show, and I really appreciate the time and effort you put into it. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, puppy. You're a good boy. Yes, you are. Yes, you're a good boy. Thank you so much for writing in. And crochet is the devil. Uh, it, it will. T- it, it needs to be mastered, though. Yeah. Control it. Well, you know, listening to this. Hey, you know, even you, I, who fucked it up yeah. repeatedly, still managed to crochet a square. And it's like, I can do it. Yeah. Now I just have to do something with it. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, as a pup, he could crochet his own dog bone, like oh, I true. have. <gasps> oh, I just uh, thought. Yeah. Crocheting a Mr. Friendly dog. Aww. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's lots of little animal crochet yeah. amaguri things. And, and just doing and, the right colors. And, yep, and aww. just a matter of getting the face just Why right. Why do I keep making Mr. Friendly into a dog? Well, okay. Fair enough. Well, I mean, there, you know, Friendly Pup is it, it's kind, of, kind of its own thing, cool. too. So, um, yeah, of, you know, all of the Mr. Friendly variations out there, the Friendly Pup is one of the more popular. All right, uh, so let's see here. Upcoming events. Um, first Friday is coming up. DBC is coming up yes. again. Um, um, other events, I don't know. Mr. M- MML is happening this weekend. 
Um, Creek Ridge, the ones I'm hoping to go to. There's a Lumberjock weekend. A lot of the guys I met at a bear weekend that I had fun with are going to be a Lumberjock. So I'm like, yay. Which weekend is that? Don't know. Somewhere okay. in October. Okay. Um, also the Halloween weekend. So I, think uh, like, I, I want to get back out there. Yes. Um, and I, I know other people are probably going, be the best time. I know people are going Halloween weekend. And there's someone who I've flirted with heavily and we've never had an opportunity because of schedules. But I think they're, they're Halloween weekend. And I, if that's an ass, I really need to fuck yeah, and ho- hopefully it won't be too cold on Lumberjock weekend. And That's what flannel's for. But it's Creek Ridge. I, I, I don't like wearing anything. If I don't Lumberjocks, you got to wear flannel. Uh, well, all right. Maybe a big I bushy don't. beard. Uh, and then weekend of November 9th is uh, Mr. International Rubber oh, right, in Chicago. Cool. Um, yeah, I've... You're in attendance to that? I am in attendance to that. I mean, I've got my train ticket. I've got... My lodging all worked out. I've got tickets to the event, which I just paid for. Um, yeah, Veritas was able to get me a deal on a VIP ticket. Nice. Yes. So is he also going? He is also Sweet. going. And it's definitely an event to go to with Veritas, I would think. Uh, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, some of uh, his, his uh, pups from across the country are oh, going to be there. I'm finally, yeah. after hearing about his puppies. We've heard puppies stories. For, yeah, we've yeah. heard stories about his puppies for years. And like, I finally get to meet them and maybe give them scritches or, or gently buff them. <laughs> um, so that yeah, I'm, good. I am looking forward to that. Um, Kinkwise, yeah. I, yeah. I, need, I need to get back on Fat Life and see what's happening. Because there's not just the Notorious Munch, but there's also like a uh, Kink, uh, geeky and kinky munch. Yes. The way they get together at a game store, play games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, yeah, so I've, I've, yeah, there's lots of events that I just need to check out and be a part yep. of too. Yeah. Um, yeah pro- I'll involved. probably end up going to more of the munches. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to give the one uh, another shot since it's mm-hmm. not going to be at the really awful um, True. And, Yeah, and I should check... Send me a message about that because, yeah, I need to go back and, like, reacquaint myself with the people and say, hey, I'm not dead. Sorry. Because yeah, I forget that, you know, these are people I hung out with and liked. And it's just a matter of there's so many people in this world and oh, I have yeah. so little time. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, hunt down the um, event link on okay. FET and shoot that to you because yeah. you, you do have a FET account. Yep. Yeah, Lansing Mike. Lance, you're Lansing Mike everywhere. So I'll shoot that to you. I think someone even made a fake... King, because you have to list all the kinks you can have. And mm-hmm. I think it was like Lansing Mike from Air. <laughs> okay, no, maybe no. Eh, you're too busy with other things. Fuck yeah. And speaking of busy, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to HarryProne at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at HarryProneConf. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Tours of Paris, Linoleum Night, Off the Cups, and Dean there. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. <laughs>